One of the biggest things that women ask me about is compatibility. Um, you know, it's unfortunate when you end up married to someone and then you learn later on you're not really compatible. You thought you were compatible, but it turns out you're not. And that's a really serious thing to get surprised with because that is your partner for the rest of your life. Some women who are married call me about that and they tell me and I, and I understand their pain and then they're trying to work backwards and figure out what to do. I don't need that to happen for you if you are someone who's looking for a spouse. There is a definite way or definite ways to figure that out without having that. And if you are a woman who's married, we can always talk. There are ways to figure that out. Um, but the easier way is to do it before. And that's what this podcast is about, giving you secrets on exactly how to get a better approach on how to figure out if he is compatible. Let's do it. Hello, Assalamu alaikum. Welcome back to the Mindful Muslimah Speaks podcast. I'm your host, Mindful Muslimah, coming to you every week. And lately I've been doing a lot more because I've been getting so many requests. I can't cover them in just once a week. So we are trying to do this with one of the biggest topics we talk about with women, which is how to find a guy, the right guy. A lot of women are out there trying to do it, but they're not necessarily doing it right. So we're getting these little bits of advice that will help you do it in a way that will help you to avoid the emotional suck in. Make sure you have the right boundaries. Make sure that you don't get hurt in ways that could have been avoided. How to know green flags, red flags, all the stuff we got you covered here now alhamdulillah but i mean um i just wanted to say i just got off of a challenge day number one you guys know we have the spousey speaking challenge so today was challenge day number one I just got out the space with the, the sisters. We sat there for a good hour within the challenge and we just hashed out everything they are worried about. All of their their burning questions. And I let them throw them up into the chat and I was able to talk to the women one by one. And some of them, I mean, all of them I love. Beautifully smart women. Went to give a shout out to a bunch of them there. I think um, Stephania, Nishida, Medium and Medium. There's so many sisters in there. I love them. Wahida. I so many sisters so um in there we're talking about that and we're getting deep we just did non-negotiables today but at a, at a different level than i've ever done it before i've talked about it on the podcast um but what we did today is i let them actually go back and forth with me and ask the exact questions they wanted and go like a lot deeper in asking all the things that were making them nervous or afraid or anxious and that way I could address them and they could know like the next step for them to personally take in their personal situation so um, we're going to do more of that tomorrow and the next day in the last two days of the challenge if you're not actually ready and you want to be um, the link is below or you can dm me on instagram uh, mindful muslima and alhamdulillah what we're going to be talking about today is compatibility and compatibility is really, really important um, because if you're not compatible, that just poses a ton of problems. So let, first, let's just start this podcast out. And if you don't already know me, I'm a mom of five, but I've been doing this for 20 plus years, um, helping women in over 100 countries. So I'm talking to women from Africa and Asia and all over, and you'd think we'd have different problems, but we have pretty much the same. The, the biggest problems we have are that our cultures tell us one thing, Islam tells us another, the West tells us another. And then like, how do we make it all gel? Like, how do I make Islam, um, you know, fit into my modern day scenario? Well, the good news is it already does. <laughs> Islam is timeless, but not everybody knows how. So they just think it's like this thing and they got to make it fit, but it's already there. And it's actually the perfect way. Allah has us covered. We were just talking in the challenge too about how beautiful Allah has us covered and how he has more rights for us than even, you know, the West does. 
guys, and it's so, so beautiful. So I'm going to give you really solid advice today and kind of what I've been telling women for years, and it's simply that there is a way to go about it, point blank. Um, I know that women, you know, say, oh, you know, there's all these rules in Islam and this. No, no, no. They're there for a reason. There's things that will protect you in a way that nothing else will. And so let's dive in today to some really two huge things that I see all the time that will help women with compatibility like they've never, um, you know, thought about it like that before. And to do this effectively, you basically have to, one, do it without your heart. I know, I know, you're like, that goes against every Bollywood, Korean drama, every, you know, Netflix, you know, film that I've ever watched that was all romantic. Guys, there's a place for that romanticism, but it happens a bit differently in Islam. And a lot of people don't get that. Um, you know, back when I when I married my husband, there were things that we didn't go in with the lovebird thing first, right? It was like, you make sure you do what you have to do. And like, again, that's what I was teaching the women today to do the logical stuff first. And then the romantic part, when it comes, it is solid because a lot of women, they do like the romantic type, get to know each other. Oh my gosh, I'm feeling him. We're vibing stuff first. And then when it gets to the logical stuff, that's where it falls apart and they don't get their needs met as a woman. Sometimes they don't even get their rights, basic Islamic rights met. I have a lot of women calling me up telling me that their husband makes them pay 50-50. And it's not about money, guys. It really isn't. It's about the fact that he's just not doing what he's supposed to do. And he's, I don't want to say, astaghfirullah, like, they're taking advantage of women. Allahu alam, I don't know every particular situation, but it is a pretty hard and fast rule that men take care of the women and they are the protectors of women. And that's part of it. When you make her protect herself, it's not you doing your part. And there's Islamic terms for that. You know, there's Islamic like rulings and things. So like I'm trying to tell you, going in obviously first, you should know your rights. And, and these are things that we teach. But I need you to know if you don't even know them, someone can take them away from you pretty easily. But more than that, I need you to lead with your mind more than your heart. How do you do that? That sounds really hard because it's really easy to get emotional over a guy. And I talked about that inside of when I was with the women today too because another sister called me up the other day and she said, this guy totally left me. He totally ghosted me, but I can't get over him. How could I do that? I had a couple sisters talk to me about that this week. And I'm just like, listen, when, when we broke down all the ways that he was harming her more than helping her, like he was actually not a good fit and, and she dodged a bullet even though it felt painful. And the minute she came to the realization of that, she was like, God, Allah is really right, really on my side. Allah protected me from that man because I was renewing my intention and he left and I didn't know why he left my life, but I, I thought he was the one, but he's gone now. And a lot of us, you know, a lot of our women in our community, they go through that. They go through these painful situations and they don't have anybody to talk to about it. Maybe it was a haram situation. Maybe it was a halal situation. Maybe it's something where like they want to express how much they're still not over it as they're going into the next one and how, because they're not over it, it's kind of making them afraid to go to the next guy. And that is so normal and so okay. So if that is you, I just wanted to say, you know, we're here to talk to you, but like there's nothing wrong with you if you have this feelings. Like I have gone through that too. I totally understand. Not everything I ever tried to set up in my life worked. So that would be lovely, but it's not the real deal. Like that's not the way life works, right? So alhamdulillah, don't lead with your heart. Now, how can you not lead with your heart when that's like the first thing you lead with is by feeling and emotion? Well, Again, we talked about that today, which is 
really knowing your personal boundaries. If you go in and you talk to the guy with your with your set non-negotiables first, that protects you. If you go in and you start doing all the questions, the feel good, like, oh my gosh, you know, what about this? Oh, getting to know you, like he's at university, he's in my job, we're doing giggles, like, <laughs> like you know, you're going to go at that route, that's going to get you emotionally sucked. If you're going to do it, the texting back and forth with like the, hey, so what, what do you like and what do you like, then that's going to get you sucked in. So the first thing is stop doing that. And the second thing is start doing going straight for like the neck <laughs> like go for the like stop waiting for like once I get to know him I'll tell him like what's really important to me like no Islamically you do that first you're not here to make a friend can we just be fair we're not here to make a friend we're here to have a lifetime partner lifetime partners you need to know right from the beginning who to weed out we're not weeding them out fast enough we're letting them drag us on and I know a lot of girls are like ding 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 they're like this is me right now drag us out on different apps, drag us out in different situations where maybe it's a physical situation where you're in and in, in you're seeing each other, um, you know, hopefully a halal way, obviously. But you know what I mean? Like, we're just dragging it out. And at the end of the day, if we would have started first with weeding out who actually would be good for us or not. But you know, you know why girls don't do that sometimes? Can I be fair? We're nice. We're nice. We don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. But can I just be fair? That's leading with your heart. <laughs> right there, you're doing the wrong thing. It's not about feelings. And FYI, a lot of times we think guys are hurt and they're not hurt. Like we, we get hurt more than they get hurt. Like we're like, oh, I don't want to hurt his feelings. Sometimes he is on to the next girl already and you're there destroying yourself with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala trying to bend over backwards for him. And he's already talking on to the next one. You just like don't realize that he can do that. Guys are a little different than us. Yes, they get hurt. Yes, they're human and all that stuff. But their their ability to not get emotionally sucked in in the same way we do, they're just built differently. It doesn't mean you weren't worth it. It doesn't mean you're not amazing and, you know, he, he took too fast to get over you. It just means that they're built differently. That's it. And so you worrying about his feelings just or me or whoever it just shows that we're worried more about the people than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at what point does Allah get your honor first at what point do you say hey ya Rabb, I'm gonna do it the way you want me to do it not the way that feels good not the way that he told me to do it not the way that my girlfriends are telling me to do it you know like I'm gonna actually do what's right for once in my life because this is real and I don't want to end up with the wrong guy. And you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he will protect you and be a wali for you in ways you cannot imagine. And I've talked about these things before, whether it's in the podcast or the classes or the challenges, like the beauty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he becomes your personal wali. He actually says it. And for the one who decides to do things the right way, he will protect you from all that can harm you. What other protection would we want? That guy is here five minutes and tomorrow he might ghost you, okay? He is not worth putting him in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala displeasing Allah for this guy that you don't even know like so many girls they lose themselves for a guy do things that they know they shouldn't have done put themselves in all kind of position and they don't even end up with him what a waste how we we did ourselves wrong that was self-sabotage and like I said maybe he's on to the next and so there has to be a point where we as women just say, you know what? I'm going to do what's right because I trust Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tawakkul. I trust that Allah knows what's good for me better than I know. Because if I knew, I'd probably be in a lot better shape right now. 
Maybe if I actually listen to him. See, a lot of people like, oh, sis, like, how do you do that? How do you actually, you know, put that? Sis, do you just do it? There's no point in your life where it's going to be the right time for you to like just do it the halal way or just do it the or just learn the better way. Like you just have to do it. It's one of those things you just have to like jump the cliff and just go. And and here's the thing. Allah is someone you can trust more than anyone else. Allah has never, ever disappointed me. I can say 110%. I don't get paid for that to say that. That is the truth. And that's why I'm so passionate about this. Because I see women hurting themselves left and right for things they don't have to right? It's really not necessary. So I hope I made that really clear. And let's go on to the other thing. The second way to not get emotionally sucked into and to make sure that you're compatible. I'm actually giving you three ways today. I said two, I'm going to be, I'm going to throw in a bonus way at the end. Okay. The second way is to know yourself and to love yourself because you can't tell if he's compatible with you. And let me go back to like what the first one has to do with compatibility, just in case you didn't make the connection. If you lead with emotion, you're, you're blind. You, got, you have blinders on, okay? So you can't see well. You ever like, you're in the sun and the sun is blinding you, like the guy's blinding you, right? See my little metaphor here? And then you put on the sunglasses. Sunglasses definitely help, right? But they definitely taint the picture because now it's dark versus light. You know, it's not as clear. It's, it's just like you are not seeing with your best eyes, with your best heart, with your best self, with your best mind. You are jaded. So that's why the emotional piece has to get removed. So you could first of all, see clearly and make better decisions. Now, does that make connection? Okay. Number two was you need to love yourself. Why is that? Well, let me answer that with a story. Okay. At the end of the day, there was a sister. Her name is, I'm just going to call her, let's see, because I can't tell you her real name. I'm just going to call her, um, Let's call her S, right? Because I'm, I'm not going to say her name. So she came to me and she was had a guy that was approaching her and he was getting her really, really emotionally hooked. She was doing the emotional thing. But on top of that, like she liked him so much and she didn't think like she had enough to offer him. She didn't really have like a ton of confidence, but she knew he was good and she was afraid to say things to him or to ask him questions that would make him dislike her. She didn't want to like go at it too much in too much detail because she's like, I don't want to run him away. Like he's just... You know, I'm just going to, like, play cute and quiet and, like, you know, like, I don't... She was very sheepish, let's say. And that's okay. Like, it's okay to not want to, you know, be too much for someone. But there's a really big difference between that and logically making sure you ask the right questions. So sometimes it's not about the compatibility questions. It's about the way we feel in our chest, in our heart, in our head. Because if that is not in a good space... You won't even ask those questions or you might ask the wrong ones or you might ask them and just take shoddy answers that aren't even ones that will actually let you know. Do you get where I'm going with this? Understand how much of this has nothing to do with the questions that you're asking and everything to do with your state, your mindset, your self-worth. That's crazy, right? So because I have girls, like I've told you several times, they're always like, what's the top 15 questions? I give the 15 questions away. I give them away in the challenge, my top 15 questions, the three types of questions. I could give that to you too. But how is that going to help you if you're going to get yourself emotionally sucked in and do the stuff I just said not to? It's not. It's not going to help you. It will if you don't, but let's say you didn't. The other one is, what if you don't have a full sense of self-worth. You know, a lot of women go back because we teach about emotions too and they actually have to learn about how to love themselves first. They start off on this journey to find a guy only to realize that I, I have some internal healing. 
And let me say something about internal healing. You don't have to completely fix yourself before you get married. Like, I'm not completely fixed. There are ways that I'm broken. There's ways that my husband's broken. But it has to be okay enough to be where I can be able to keep up the other person's rights. That's how you know. Like, I can keep up their rights. I can be a mom with their rights. Like, there ha- there has to be people's rights given. And if you don't know what those rights are, then that's the first thing you need to learn. But the point is, if you can keep those up, then you're going to be in good standing with the law. That's enough. And then you go in. Okay? Because that's what you're going to be asked about. Did you give him his rights? Did you give your kids the rights? Got to know the rights. Got to know if you're up to par with that. If you can do it and you're not like 100% perfect, go ahead. You know, like if it's meant to be, it's meant to have been, then you've done all your due diligence and your parents. Like, I, I don't know. Every situation is different. My point is, let's pretend you did your, your due diligence, like I said, and you're not 100% healed. You can still go forward. Do you get me? So that's that's what I wanted to throw out there. Like, you don't have to wait till you're, like, full of perfect self-love. That's just Shaitan trying to waswas you and confuse you, right? So I hope that makes sense. And, you know, that sister I was telling you about, she didn't realize too late, you know, that she was not going into her idea of happiness. She was letting everyone else kind of control what she wanted. He was telling her what he liked and it sounded good to her, but she didn't know what she liked. That's another one. People pleasing. People pleasing inside of that compatibility factor, right? Because you don't have, it all goes back to self-esteem. If you don't have that self-esteem, you're pleasing other people. So you're there in the interview trying to figure out if you're compatible and all your stuff is gelling so that he's happy. And you're like, yeah, that's great, me too. But you don't really stand up for yourself of what you want. And maybe you don't even know what you want because you never sat with yourself that deep. You don't know how. That's what we did actually in the day before with the women. And so what I want you to know, that's the second one. The third one for the bonus is um, take him as he is. Take him as he is. Understand that when it comes to compatibility, you're not, I want you to understand there's 50% he will change and 50% he won't. So let's pretend you see a lot of great qualities in him, but you do see some things that are not that compatible. Do not ignore them. And do not use the age-old thing that women do, which is like, I'll fix him. I'll love him enough. Like, if you see this man deeply wounded by his father, and he looks like he just can't get it together, because that is real, and he's been really real with you, you're not mean for not being able to say, that sounds like a lot of baggage, and I'm not able to handle that. There's nothing, you're not going to say that to his face, but I mean, to yourself, it's okay if you can't carry other people's wounds. Because going into a relationship, that starts with a lot of stress and anxiety. If you feel like, you know, Um, you can't do that, there's nothing wrong with you. But I just want you to understand the bigger picture, which is that you have to take him as he is. It's not 100% that he's going to stop his porn addiction. Sorry, I have to say with kids in the room. It's not not 100% that he's going to stop smoking something or he's going to stop cussing or he's going to end up praying all of a sudden. It's It's not promised to you. So understand that if you're going in with the guys that you hope that will get better and it doesn't, and you end up in a really bad situation, that always ends up on you. That's not his fault because the flags were there and you just ignored them. So I tell you that now because maybe it's a message from Allah. Maybe you're sitting in this podcast right now, driving in a car, in your kitchen, with a cup of coffee, walking outside, whatever it is, in your room. And Allah needs you to hear these things because he loves you and he wants you to be protected. Remember I said, 
He loves you. And so he wants to be your wali. He wants to be your ultimate protector, right? You have your dad or your, or your uncle or your big brother, whoever it is based on your situation. But I want you to know Allah wants to be that wali for you. He wants to protect you. But you have to first take that step yourself. There's only so much Allah can do when you don't want to. There was a, a man who was in the masjid and he was sitting there in the time of like the after the hard time, like the time of work for the people. And this is when Umar radiallahu who was Khalifa. And the man was in the masjid and he was like, praying and stuff still and whatever and the guy's like what are you doing or what are you doing he's hanging out in the masjid and the guy's and, and Omar because he's, he's so funny he's like what are you doing he's like I'm here waiting for the amana of Allah to fall from the sky like you know he's basically describing how Allah's going to give him this barakah because he's going to not do the work he's going to sit in, in waiting he's going to keep his hands in da'a and you know what Omar said to him not much. He took a stick and started hitting him. He's like, get out of the shit, go back to work. Allah can't provide for you if you don't take a step. It is a two-part process. Ya Rabb, you make the intention with Allah, you ask him for help, but also you have to do your own due diligence. Like, where's your part? What do you think is just going to happen? For the ladies sitting there thinking a guy is just going to fall in your lap, it's not. What do you got to do first? Well, the first thing is make the intention to do things the right way. And the second one is seek knowledge if you don't know how to do it. You know, that's why we do this and what we do, what we do with the podcasts, with the challenges, with the, the classes that we give, with the full courses. Like we put everything because women keep saying no one's telling them how. So here we've told you, but it comes to the point in your life when you hear these messages from our podcast, somebody else's podcast, the IG thing getting thrown in front of you. At some point you have to say, oh, these are silent messages. Allah's telling me I need to take care of me. I need to step up and stop being a victim of my situation and take action. So I love you for the sake of Allah. I hope that was really helpful because I know they seem basic, but they're the big reasons I see women not find the right guy. It's not because it's not because like, you know, she doesn't have the compatibility chart. She doesn't know like the secret code. No, it goes back to getting emotionally sucked in and getting blinded. So you can't actually see the signs. Number two, what did I say? Let's see who remembers. What did I say? Right? I told you that story of that sister, right? Who was self-sabotaging because she didn't have her self-worth. Right. So because she was she was pleasing the other person, going on what they wanted, didn't really self-explore herself. It could be either or. And at the end of the day, she ends up realizing actually we're not compatible. And now we have kids. Now it's too late or it feels like too late or this is now I need to get divorced. What do I do? I stay here unhappy or I break up my family. And these are just horrible things that can be avoided. Right. And the last one was what? You know, we need to think about the fact that we can actually prevent a lot of these problems and it all starts with us, right? We have to take action in those, right? I hope you guys enjoyed this and I'm enjoying being with you and all the stuff we do together. I have a really sneaky surprise. Um, I'll say it here if I haven't, you can catch my other podcast in about two weeks-ish. We have something cool that we have made that is not anywhere else in the world for Muslim women. It's like legit the first. That's why we're like, we're like paving the road here. Can't wait. It's going to come out and we cannot wait to dive inside of it. I'm going to be sneak peeking it maybe, I don't know, in a week or so on my IG stories. Stay posted. We have one of the biggest things ever that they made for Muslim women in the form of an app. And we cannot wait to spend time with you there. It is so crazy. We're going to show you the visuals. We're going to show you what's inside. It's something that, believe me, does not exist. That's why we made it. And it's going to be so good. And we're going to be inside with you guys in Ramadan, never being alone in Ramadan anymore, never spending Eid alone. We have Eid together. Like, there's such good 
stuff to talk about. I can't wait. But definitely, definitely see y'all in the challenge tomorrow, 11 a.m. It's about an hour. Yes, you can watch a replay. We play it back. I will see you inside. Assalamu alaikum wa